We read today from the book of Isaiah, chapter 12. You will say in that day, I will give thanks to you, O Lord. For though you are angry with me, your anger turned away, and you comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my might. He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And you'll say in that day, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the nations, proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord for he has done gloriously. Let this be known in all the earth. Shout aloud and sing for joy, O royal Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. How should we respond to the situations that are happening around us? How should we respond as believers and followers and disciples of Jesus Christ? When we look at the political climate, we realize that on either side, the trenches have been dug so deep. We have put a line in the middle and we take the extremes. If we turn on the news, we see the latest shooting in Southwest Atlanta or the latest robbery in Midtown or carjacking in Buckhead. When we look at the economical landscape, we see where there is a disparity in wealth. I was sharing with someone recently that I had read an article that in the 1980s, the the pay of a CEO for a large company would be like 30 times that of the average employee, but in 2016 it was almost 215 times. We see the inequality, we see the crime, we, we hear the news. How should we respond? What we're experiencing is not strange and it's not new and it's been happening throughout the centuries. What has really changed in our time is that now with the, the advent of the internet and the 24-hour news cycle, we are bombarded time and time again with all that is happening around us. I said in my house, I said, there is, I'm going to stop watching the news for a while. I want to retain my sanity. Because when you turn the television on for the 5 o'clock news or the 6 o'clock news, they begin with breaking news. And the breaking news is not that someone helped a child who was running across the railroad tracks or someone who had intervened when another person had a, a, a medical situation. It was breaking news, someone had been shot, breaking news, someone had been robbed, breaking news, and it keeps on going. How do we respond? We've just had our elections and the acrimony that comes with who we vote for and who didn't vote for our candidates. 
And we stir the pot even more when we start taking the sides of or being angry with persons who voted differently from us. And the mistake we made, I truly believe, is when we rest our hope in a politician, when we rest our trust in someone who is elected into office. How do we respond to the situations that are happening around us? How do we as the church respond to what is happening around us? The prophet Isaiah got a word from God and it was read by Kenny in chapter 12. You see, earlier in the chapters of the book of Isaiah, the, the, the Lord had spoken to him about the injustice that was happening around him. The laws were skewed and, and, and people were doing wrong. And the Lord spoke to him a word and, and basically pointed out, and, and, and the prophet himself was even lamenting. But God said to him, do not look at what you are seeing just now because there is coming a time when things will be different. There is coming a time when there will be a change. Do not look at what you're just seeing now and think that this is it because I will bring about one, Emmanuel, God who is with us, who will make a change in the life of the people of Israel. I want to read to you a little passage, that a word that God had given to the prophet. Because ever so often when we pay attention to what is happening around us, when we see the news, when we hear the reports, we can become anxious. And, and we can allow that anxiety to take hold of us in such a way that it permeates us and, and it shapes our outlook on life. And God wanted the prophet to know that that is not the end, that is not the full story. And so God told him, do not call conspiracy everything that this people call conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear. Do not dread what they dread. The Lord Almighty alone is the one that you are supposed to have regard for, the one that you are supposed to consider holy. He is the one that you are to fear and to dread. And as the word of God kept on coming to the prophet, the Lord told him that there will be a stump that will not be eroded. There will be a stump from the seed of Jesse, the Christ. And when the Christ come, who is Emmanuel, God with us, when the presence of Christ come, when Christ comes in physical form, Christ will rule over all the earth. One of the ways to best explain it of what we're experiencing now is what I call the in-between times. I think it was theologian Karl Barth who talks about the, the already but the not yet. And one of the ways he best explains it is if you think about an, an election that happens here in the U.S., especially for a presidential election, the election happens in November. And it's in November we know who has won the presidency. But the inauguration does not happen until January. So between November and January, there is that in-between time. And I think for us as a church, we are living in the in-between time because we know that Christ has come already. And this same Christ who has come, this same Christ who was crucified and was raised from the dead and now sits at the right hand of God is the same Christ who will come again. 
So how are we supposed to respond to the things that are happening around us? How are we supposed to live in the in-between times? I'll tell you, we live as ones who are vessels of hope. We live as ones who look beyond the present, knowing that at the end of the day, God is still sovereign. God is still in charge. God is still in control. We look beyond the situations that we see around us and we work towards the good that we can do in all the ways that we can do, in all the places that we can do. I tell you that we, we look beyond the situations that are happening and we work as the church, as, as ones who have been empowered by the Holy Spirit to be the change that we want to see in the world. That's the reason the prophet Isaiah was able to, to put this word down that God gave him in chapter 12. Because what we see is not the end of the story. It is not the end of the story. We are only living in the in-between time. You see, as the church, if we get frightened by what we see, we will just simply cuddle up and stay within the walls of this building. But we are called to a task that we have been empowered to do. We are called to a task to be disciples in the world. We are called to the task of showing who Jesus is through our actions, through the things we say and how we live each and every day. We can't be afraid. We cannot hide in fear. We cannot stay within the walls of this church. Jesuit priest Louis Espinel Camps wrote these words. A civil unrest had broken out in Bolivia in the 1970s, running into the 80s. And he penned the words, there are Christians who have hysterical reactions as if the world would slip out of God's hands. They act violently as if they were risking everything. But we believe in history. The world is not a roll of dice going towards chaos. A new world has begun to happen since Christ has risen. You see, church, we are, we are the children of the Most High. We are the vessels of God in the world. And we will be, we will be the ones who make the change that we want to see. We cannot rest in any politician. We cannot rest on any, anyone else but on God. God is our salvation. And so this morning, that's one of the reasons we are going out after this service. We're going to walk the streets. We're going to go and pray at the intersections. We're going to go and pray in front of business places. We're going to go and pray in front of residences. We are going out into the community because we are the ones who are going to make that change that we want to see. No matter who we elect as politicians, they cannot do what we must do. They cannot change the system like how we, the ordinary people, and if I may just take that phrase out, we, the disciples of Jesus Christ, can do. So how should we respond? The prophet, with the word of God, basically says, God is still in control. God still rules. God is still sovereign. And because God is still in control and God is sovereign, 
we are the ones who are going to make that change. So this morning, I'm going to invite you to stand. Stand as you're able. Think about what is it that you want to see in the world. What would you like to see that is different? What would you like to see that is different in this neighborhood? What would you like to see that is different in the community, in the city? Lift those in your hearts. And hear again the reading from Isaiah, the word of the Lord to the prophet Isaiah. In that day you will say, I will praise you, Lord, Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Let us respond knowing that God is with us. And because God is with us, we will trust and not be afraid. We are going to sing our closing hymn. Let there be peace on earth. I invite you to go in groups of threes and four. As you're leaving, the ushers will give you prayer cards that you will take with you. You can walk a block. You can walk two blocks. You can walk to a stoplight. Wherever you walk, Christ is already there. And Christ is walking with you. And as you go, pray. Do not lay hands on anyone unless someone invites you to lay hand on them. <laughs> One respect boundaries, but pray. If someone asks you what you're doing, say what you're doing. You're praying for the city. You're praying for the neighborhood. But go knowing that God is with you and that you have the power to make the difference that you want to see in the world. So as you go, go as disciples of Jesus Christ. Go in the power of the Holy Spirit and be the change that you want to see here in Midtown. Amen. <laughs>